So we've made another change. <laughs> you know, we should, you know, I think every day we should just mix it up. It's mm -hmm. fun. So we're going back to 2009 is what mm. we've done. Yeah. We're actually using Skype for this call. And I, the reason I can explain what, first off, there's a couple really annoying things about Zoom. Uh, the one that is the showstopper is mm -hmm. every time Paul hung up the call, like this call, it froze. Like it, it froze for like yeah. 15, 20 seconds. Like does turns all white and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And the other annoying thing was, which I don't even think I ever told Paul, is when he when he ended, like left the meeting, yeah. he didn't end the call. So that means I had to go end the call, which froze Zoom, which meant I was just sitting here and it was like, oh my God, this is not... Do so, you... Yeah. I, I have to ask a, a, like a Skype support question because it's kind of been a while. <laughs> so mm -hmm. so uh, we obviously we, I have the, the image you're sending. But what I also have is me up in the corner, like a little. Can I turn that thing off? Yep. I don't want. How do I do that? Just click the X on it. No, there's no X on it. Uh, that's the problem. Oh, I, see, I actually I see it on my side. I have it cropped out in this view of you. Show me in the call screen. Yeah, I don't know how to. You only I don't, I don't think you can. I, I I'm looking at this and I'm like, I remember this. This was like a thing, you know, like a Skype thing. And I don't know if this is on you or on me, but there's something. Your video quality is clear but it's yeah like it's, it's actually it's definitely higher it's almost a little too high you can see like not what i'm about to shave every morning now well it seems you know, it's like, like and i'm going to say this and everyone who's watching i'll see it on yeah. the post is it's like it's like it's delayed five milliseconds from your audio oh that's not good i wonder if that will be in the recording so we'll, yeah. have to, we'll, we'll just we'll pay see. attention to it see if it fixes itself see now that you've said that I, i'm watching our lips and it's, mm. <laughs> it's gonna make me crazy all right anyways uh so paul i have a crazy i'm gonna say something Yep. And I'm going to say it as a joke, but it's not, maybe not a joke. <laughs> okay. And maybe more based on some weird things. Mm -hmm. So Microsoft's going to release something in June. We don't know if it's going to be called Windows 12. Let's yeah. pretend it is called Windows 12. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say right now there's a non-zero chance they drop the TPM requirement that is yeah, of course. forced yep. upon yep. Windows 11 based on other maneuvers that we are seeing them make. I agree. I think it would be hilarious because they put all this TPM stuff and they'll come out and say like, well, we figured out how to do it software-based and we don't need the chip requirement. It's just a secure well, blah, blah, blah. So, um, I don't see, this is the type of thing we don't have good stats on, but the the percentage of computers that were sold out in the world, 7th uh, gen Intel and equivalent and earlier, that had some form of TPM, like TPM 1.2, it's got to be really high, right? So in some ways, like the question maybe becomes like... Uh, what is it about TPM 2.0 that makes it the requirement? Like, shouldn't any TPM? I don't know. I actually don't know. I this is um... Here, here's. Let me phrase that question a different way. Yeah. What is more important to Microsoft right now? Mm. Getting people onto Windows 12 or getting them to use AI? <laughs> okay, I can that one. I can answer, and it's getting them to use AI. Exactly. And the reason is um, most of like we'll we'll say just to use this decades old stat, you know, roughly two thirds of Windows users are business customers. So it doesn't matter to Microsoft which version of Windows they're using. They're just using Windows, so they're paying that license. It's probably a lot, you know, some huge percentage of it, and the most valuable percentage of it from a dollar standpoint mm -hmm. is uh, on software assurance or whatever uh, volume licensing. So. Um, like that's taken care of, right? Getting them on AI, getting them on Copilot, getting that stuff happening. Yeah, I think that's 
No, I mean obviously, right? I I think it's pretty obvious that's the press the uh, the priority. Yeah. So the other interesting little factoid here is actually Zach wrote this up and it's starting to show up elsewhere. It says Microsoft is bringing yet another Windows 11 feature to Windows 10 users. This is their lock screen <laughs> stuff. And uh, reportedly, he's hearing that they might bring back the Windows 10 Beta Insider Channel as well, which I read that and just started laughing because this is Microsoft just eh, be at Microsoft. I, I mean, I, I don't even, I can't point to the date where adult oversight of Windows left the mm. building. You're right. Maybe it was a happened on a curve or something, but I don't know. I look, whatever the guy's name is, it, it is a. a <laughs> it, I I hope it says more about Microsoft than it does about me that I don't know the name of the guy who runs Windows right now, which is crazy, right? Mm -hmm. I could name every single person involved in Windows going back decades, but this person, whatever his name is, and I apologize. Um, has been, you know, has had some interesting kind of tweets lately talking, you know, like you can tell he's kind of thinking through some UX and whatever stuff. And I think that's nice and it's very healthy and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I had hoped when Panos Panay came in that he was going to overhaul the insider program. He made it worse. Um, the current crew that's in there is less than useless, you know, they're useless. And I, I think the problem is nobody wants this. No, there's no. It's not like there's some adult responsible, someone with power who can make changes that wants anything to do with this part of the company. It's the Crayola and coloring, coloring book part of the company. Uh, they don't, you know what I mean? Like it's never going to be fixed. This is the, this is the problem, right? And I, yeah. I th I've said this in so many different ways over the over the years, especially recently. Like it really bothers me that the people kind of doing you know, running the show or whatever at the part of the company I care about the most just don't seem to give a crap. Like I, and part of it's not their fault, especially in the leadership sense, because you know, they're, they're not given the resources or the attention or whatever they need. So there's not only so much they can do within the constrained, whatever resources they have, but uh, this is a big problem. I, and by the way, it's not Microsoft. It, it, this happens everywhere. You can see this in Google. Like Google right mm -hmm. now, they just had all those layoffs. Yeah. They, yes, they as did. they kind of, you know, turn the battleship to focus just on generative AI, um, and they, they kill all these assistant features that no one's using. You see it at Amazon doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, Microsoft is now, you know, they've turned their eye of Sauron on AI. And, and the other stuff that isn't AI, um, you know, becomes – you didn't think it could get smaller, you know? And it, it, it's just, it's tough because Windows still generates several billion dollars in revenues every single quarter. But I feel like inside Microsoft, it's like, look, all we have to do is not ruin it. Like we don't have, we're not trying to grow that anymore. We just, we know those customers are kind of stuck. So we can ignore, you know, stuff there. And, and because they don't have enough, it's not like the Windows guys can do something radical right now. They're not going to announce a 3D UI that you need a headset and blah, 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 because mm -hmm. they don't even have the money to do something like that. So it's like they can't. What can they hurt? They can't do anything. All they could do is put co-pilot features in Notepad for some freaking reason. Um, yeah, you know, hurts. just do stupid stuff like that, right? It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I, it, these are, it's a sad state of affairs. Uh, it, look, I'm not going to sit here and say Panos was perfect. I, <laughs> he, he certainly had his issues. However, yes. however. 
at least under when he was around, and this is all changing, like whiplashing from what we're hearing and what we're seeing, at least there was some sort of like, we had an understanding like Windows 10 was yesterday, Windows 11 is today, there will be a thing that will be tomorrow. At least that sort of cadence was at least understood, well, but now we're seeing like yeah. that cadence give, is now give being them, Give them a second though on that one, because yep. their, their moment to say that hasn't occurred yet. In the same sense that I can't name that person, right? Uh, we don't know what's happening yet. So well, I, they're also bringing DevBox or whatever thing from Windows 11. They're now making that available yeah, on Windows 10. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing these features over. They're also right. bringing their AI stuff from 11 back to 10. And so what's missing is a yeah. centered start menu experience and a taskbar <laughs> that's less feature. So uh, aside from the obvious argument, you said there were no new features coming to Windows 10. Let's just, you know, let's get over that one, guys. But um I asked uh, a couple of people from Microsoft when I was there in what seems like a million years ago, November, about, you know, De DevBox as a an inbox default feature in Windows whatever is very interesting, right? That's a mm -hmm. that's a um, a developer feature. Um, okay. But the, I honestly, aside from the developer angle of that, I, DevBox is a great example of something we see all over Windows today where it's really just the start of something. And, and DevBox is the type of product that Microsoft wouldn't have put in Windows until maybe a year from now in the past. It's just not really there yet. Yeah. Even like a developer who, I, I, I don't think, I bet nobody uses it, but I do think it's going to turn into something really interesting. Um, Windows Backup is another great example of that. Windows Backup today is basically just a front end to features that 90-something percent of which have been in Windows for years, mm -hmm. and it just kind of collects them into a single place so you can see it. Um, that could turn into something really interesting too, by the way, and be a real kind of backup restore solution. But they put it out now when it's kind of half-baked. And uh, we could go on, but the, I, I think anyone who uses Windows could probably point to five or ten things where it's like, yeah, you can tell this thing is, it, it's on the path to something, and maybe it gets there, maybe it doesn't. But we're releasing things the way that Netscape used to release things back in the 1990s, which was, you know, ship fast and fix problems later. This is kind of the Facebook mm -hmm meta uh mantra right and i i don't think that's a great approach for a i hate the word legacy but a a mature yeah software platform for windows like i i think you should take more care with this stuff it just seems hap haphazard or whatever slap so there's something i always tell the team at stardock that when microsoft's doing something microsoft is awesome at the 80 percent yes and stardock exists in that 20%, right? In the 20%, yeah. Right, the start menu stuff that we do, like tabs, File Explorer has tabs, that's great, mm -hmm. but you can't do it literally anywhere else. So we've made it literally anywhere else. And I, so- we, I, com I, yeah. uh, this is not, a, I, I don't mean like I'm a genius, like I coined a term, but I mean, this term existed, but I mean, I this is the term I use for that, which is finish the job. Yeah. And that's where Microsoft falls apart. And that should be, you know, like when IBM had like um, the, the think sign in their offices in the 70s or whatever, mm -hmm. you guys should have a finish the job. Yeah. You know, for for your utilities, like your Windows utilities, because you can look at all the half-assed parts of Windows and say, okay, where can we add value? Uh, and maybe Microsoft gets around to finishing that stuff, right? Maybe, but yeah. if they do, it will take years. And honestly, isn't it just as likely they'll just move on to the next stupid thing? Because that's right. kind of what the history is, right? Well, and there's also one of their challenges, which I know you're acutely aware of, is what's the economic incentive for making a better start menu for them? So yeah. well, let's that's say, also a challenge for you, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, when I talked to Brad Wardell a few months back there for the anniversary, 
you know, there's some, there's a lot of good ideas, but you also run into a world where people are like, I'm just used to getting stuff for free. What do you mean? I'm not paying for this. Right. And it's like, you use this thing every day. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? Like, I don't know. So yeah, the, yeah it's a problem. Yeah. I mean, think about, think about it. If you're, I think his name's like Michaela. I can, I know who you're talking about. He has a Twitter account with no profile mm-hmm. icon or really nothing. And we're just like, okay, this guy's it, whatever. You're him. You have, I, I don't know how many right. engineers work on the Windows UX and stuff. The start menu as an example. And you say, okay, I'm going to spend four engineers right. time for two months to build a right. feature for start menu. And then I have to go to management and justify what they just did. And that was, I mean, that's probably a million dollars. You put four engineers on something for a month or two oh, like that. It's worse than that because as soon as you put it out in the world, X percent, some double percent, digit percentage of the use base is going to bitch and moan about it. Yep. They're going to hate it. Yep. They're going to wonder why they can't go back. And you're, you know, and then some process will evolve. You know, it's so different than it was back in the days. Back in the, you know, back in the when Windows was at the center of the universe, there was a literally a team. Once a version of Windows was done, they would move on to the next version, and this other team would move in and they would service it and they would mm-hmm. add minor new features. You know, and but also uh, fix things through service packs and whatnot. The, I don't know what it's like there now. It's got to be college interns or something, but. It's not enough to ship a feature now. You you have to kind of follow up. And you can look at how slowly the start menu has evolved. It, what are we at? Three years into Windows 11, right? Three years? Mm-hmm. Three years? I mean, the permutations of the taskbar and its functionality, the start menu and its functionality, OneDrive, that client, there are th- literally three different versions of that. Um, if you do a clean install of the latest version of Windows 11 right now and immediately open OneDrive, you get the first version from three years ago. That's what's there. And by the way... Hmm. You will then upgrade to the second or third version, and no one knows why. It's there's two, and I actually I have no idea how or what makes that thing up. It, it just appears over time. There's nothing in the store, nothing in Windows Update that's obvious. Where it's like, okay, I'm going to get the new OneDrive. It just appears, you know. I, I things it, it's things happen non-transparently and at a molasses pace. It's good for you guys, by the way. It's yeah, what I'm surprised they haven't done, honestly. And maybe they're saving this for Windows 12 or whatever. So there's yeah. the recommended section, which everybody hates, but at least they've made it marginally better. Well, I'm surprised they haven't rebranded that to like AI selections or something like that. Oh, God. Well, dude, you know that's going to be that. Yes. So uh, one of the things I've been using more and more lately is um, a Microsoft Work or School account sign-in with Windows. You actually, you do get a cleaner, more minimal. Really? Windows overall, but the one thing you get that's kind of additional, which I believe will be coming um, to the mainstream, is th- it's actually called recommended. It's in File Explorer, in se- you know, you quick access, favorites, recent items, whatever. There's a recommended section, and it's like an AI-based. You know, we look at your organization, and we would look at the projects you're working on, and we think you might be interested in, in these things. Now, I I am an organization of one, so that section is useless to me. But it's impossible to look at that. And also, if you know anything about the stuff they've been adding to uh, the start menu, like these suggestions inside of that login or the account flyout, and yeah, that will absolutely, that's, in fact, you have to think that's eventually going to move right to the top, mm-hmm. right? So they can, they'll, they'll call it Copilot Recommends, <laughs> you know, or something, right? You know it's going to be something oh, yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, I'm surprised be. they haven't done it by now. Well, maybe, I mean, it's just a text change. Maybe they're saving that for... Their next big reveal, like, look what we've done to the start menu. We've added more there, AI. There's always there's move. always been a friction in Windows, especially in recent years, from uh, eight on, I would say, between 
It's yours. You get to customize it the way you want. Windows works the way you want. And mm -hmm. we have this corporate need to push something on you. Yes. That. And this is, right, this is the enshittification angle where their needs trump your wants mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever, your preferences. And you see it in, you know, Edge launching when you click on a search highlight or a widget story. And, you know, you, everyone knows all this stuff. But... I mean, that start menu falls into the same category, right? I mean, and, and Copilot, and they're talking about auto-running Copilot at start now and having it appear on screen if you have a widescreen display, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is not... They'll, they'll, they'll promote the, you know, you, you, you're you going to want this here because it's awesome. Um, if you know anything about how it works, it's not awesome. It's terrible. But um, it's really about their needs. And that's, you mm -hmm. know, a million years ago, now you asked that question, like, what do you think is more important? I, I think if you look at anything they're doing with AI, you should really think about the future a little bit and look at look, look at Windows and think about how they might um, promote this stuff. Because yeah, that, that AI is job one. It's and there is no number two. No, it's, no, no, no. That's AI, the, that is the scary part. A bunch part. of little things, right? That is what you just said is the scariest thing any Windows fan or Microsoft fan, I should say, except maybe Xbox, should be concerned yeah. about is that AI is number one and your experience is number two. Yeah, and it's a distant number two. Yes distant number two yep yeah this is um it's it's going to be an interesting year or two here we'll see how this pans out but yeah, um, we know something's coming in june we don't know if it's going to be a windows 12 speaking of which so yeah. yeah i didn't look at this too closely laurent wrote this up late in the day or late in the day for him and i uh, i don't know i was on a call but um microsoft released some insider builds yesterday and one of them by the way you should look at this one is oh the is this the preview. co-pilot thing well, no, not that one, but um, but the release preview. So we know there's like uh, like a moment five, I guess we're calling it, coming yeah. maybe in February. So think about the timing here. They just released this to the release preview. Week D Tuesday for January is the 23rd, so it's about 10 days away. That's going to be the day that we see the release pre the re sorry the preview version of moment five, and moment five will almost certainly start shipping. You know, we'll see, but because things are always different now, right? Mm -hmm. On February 13th, that's also a Tuesday, right? That's patch Tuesday in February. So them, if you want to know what the next set of updates coming to Windows 11 is, you got to go look at the release preview because that's that's how they, that's, they're actually, right, for now, <laughs> are following the release cadence that we sort of formally understand, right? So that is, that is either literally moment five or constitutes a big chunk of it. Um, so go look at that because in, in the past, I would have said, what you do is, if you want to test it now, enroll your computer in release preview, check the box that says unenroll me when this version is released. But today I can't say that because they don't respect that. It, you'll never get out of release preview. So yeah. if you want to test that now, do it on a PC that you can blow away later and don't care about. Hmm. So that's the world. Anyway, we should, we should all collectively go look at that. I, I haven't... I looked at it quickly enough, or quickly, and then enough to see, like, yep, these are the features we've been talking about. Um, but there's your list. Go just see what, look at the list of new features in um, the release preview that came out yesterday. Yeah. I know. But then you think this, so you think the, you're talking June, is that what you said, June? Yeah. Okay. So. Well, they I, would announce whatever it is that's, in June. I was going to say, I would, I would frame it as an announcement. Actually, like I take that or, back. I take that okay. back. I bet they would talk about it slash announce it at build at build in April I know, in May or whatever. But okay. so, yeah. but we're see are we're still thinking old way. I don't. We are. That is true. I don't know that there is an institutional respect or memory 
for that kind of thing. Like, and I don't, and I'm, and in this case, I'm not actually criticizing those people, that guy whose name I don't know. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I, honestly, I, I think what's happened is the old people who kind of had an understand. I think they've all kind of filtered out. So they're coming at it from a, Hey, what do we do here? You know, like, I guess, yeah. I guess we can do our own thing, you know, which is, which is fine. Which is fine. Yes. Right. It doesn't have to stick to his historical trends, but there's realities they have to deal with too, which are their OEM partners who I think Intel or Asus said in yeah. June, we'll get the big preview or whatever. So yep. they have to allow those partners time. of that actually. So I think it's fair to say mid-year we're going to see something. I, I do think it's going to be a preview and I think they will oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. release it on the normal schedule. But then again, if it is a big deal, don't you kind of want to get it out in time for the holiday PC season, right? Um, they rushed 23H2 to market so fast they made it a, an update for 22H2 sort of, you know, in preview form for like three months in a row. But they did, that didn't hit the holidays at all. Like it was by the yeah, time that, that they I don't actually think that released. really matters. Yeah. Okay, but they position this as the biggest yeah. update to Windows 11 ever. So this next one, I actually, I, there may be a, a, uh, a real need to get it out earlier. Maybe. I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that sentiment, but like nobody yeah. went out and bought a laptop because it was like, no. I need 23H2. No, 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 no. I, yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> Jesus. I know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's, yep. uh, I hate to use the phrase, interesting times in the world of Windows because we've gone through a couple of these, right? There was the, I know. Uh, like Terry Meyerson kind of given up on Windows consumer which was like the early windows 10 days and we had the panos trying to figure out what's going to happen with yeah. windows 11 days you can go back to the rt days where we didn't really know like is this the thing or the, not the or? one thing so the one thing i did like about terry was that he was when he took over he was more transparent and and granted every leadership change at any level any company any country right mm -hmm. is in many ways a reaction to kind of what ha happened before but you know the the previous kind of uh you know <laughs> east berlin style of management that we had you know, he was a reaction to that, right? And so it became transparent again. It was like going back to the Jim Alchin days. Um, Panos, I don't know, he wasn't around that long. and uh, he More secretive, I, uh, for sure, compared to I, Terry. Yeah, but I, unfortunately, I think his little regime was marked by untruths. Uh, you know, like bragging about how awesome it was when ignoring the fact that it was like so surface level and didn't apply everywhere. Like he was really proud of this design and getting, you know, getting you and your flow and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, all you're doing is throwing up roadblocks to people who know how to use windows. Like it's, there was a little bit of disconnect mm -hmm. with reality there. Um, I just hope whoever this person is, whatever this team is, um, that there's a, there's a middle ground here where we can be transparent yeah. enough, I guess maybe is the way I would put it. I, I would like to see some more transparency and some more because there's been a lot of instances of like, we're only going to update Windows once a year. And then we update Windows every month. <laughs> it's not even every month. Year. It's sometimes like, multiple times a month. You just said you were not doing this. Like, I, I, I wish there was a little more say it, do it. <laughs> I don't know what to call that, but. Yeah, know. just a little more wish. say it, do it. Say it, do it. <laughs> say it, do it. <laughs>